Oh, hello, Shelley. Oh, no, no, we don't we'll like... be friends with you, Shelley. We don't like Dr. Baber much around in this pond. Punch. <laughs> <laughs> Last episode, we both said that we were good at reading. Did we say that we were good at reading? Yeah, I, I was. Uh, oh yeah, we did. We I, I sarcastically said I, I stink at reading, and you were like, I don't. And I was like, Yeah, neither do I. I'm fucking awesome at reading. So here's a read, bitch. Week one is in the books, but it's not too late to get closer to the game you love with DraftKings One Week Fantasy Football this Sunday. DraftKings is hosting a one hundred thousand dollar Pick'em contest that is totally free to enter. Pick'em is the newest way to play one week fantasy football. Drafting your team is faster than ever. DraftKings has organized players into eight tiers. All you have to do is select one player from each tier, choose between public contests and big, with big cash prizes or private contests where you can compete against a group of your friends. DraftKings also has beginner and casual contests where you'll play against people of similar skill level. The best part is you get to draft a new team each week without any commitment. So get to DraftKings.com now and use the promo code BRUNCH. Use that damn promo code Zaddy to play in DraftKings free contest with a hundred thousand dollar in total prizes this Sunday. That's promo code Brunch to compete for your share of a hundred thousand dollars total prizes. The contest is totally free to enter. Why wouldn't you try DraftKings? The game inside the game. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Wow, that was a fucking Whoa, unbelievable <laughs> read. <laughs> unbelievable. <Ooh. laughs> uh, also, a little bit of podcast news. Mm. Uh, we are now. A part of uh, the CLNS Radio Network. Yes, we sold out. We did. We sell took out. a deal. We took a deal. We, we signed a contract. Yeah, we're on a label now. That's right. We're no longer an independent artist. We're not a. We're not an indie band like uh, Jack from Bleachers. No, Jack. Is there a guy in Bleachers named? I've heard of Bleachers. Yeah, his name there's, is Jack. There's a guy named Jack in there. Yeah. Did you fucking see how he tweeted out his Tiny Desk concert? I did not. Where he was like like performing. Uh, so the Bleachers did a Tiny Desk concert, and he tweeted something like, uh, "Like performing this this set with Bleachers was like my favorite performance of my life." So some asshole, me, quote tweeted with like, "Wait, you're in a band named Bleachers?" And I like that we've reached a like Bruntouchables are fucking good. It was well received. Nice. Like like people, if if you don't people fucking, get our inside jokes. If you're not right, like that's an inside joke. If you're not in on that and you see that, you're like. This guy's a fucking idiot. Right. Like, Don't he, you know that he, that guy's in... He claims to be a music person. And he, he doesn't, doesn't know realize, who Jack yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so we, uh, we're a part of the CLNS network, mm-hmm. CLNS radio network mm-hmm. now. Uh, you can find us on the CLNS app. Mm. Uh, we're excited about it. Let's talk about how that changes shit, if at all. Because it doesn't. It, it really doesn't. And all of this does is... It gives we we've always run this by ourselves. We've always like posted the shit ourselves, edited the shit ourselves. Like that, I think that that obviously won't change. Like we're not like hiring people. Obviously, we got Kathy and Dan and Ryan who do awesome shit for us. But um, as far as not necessarily monetizing it, but growing it and shit like that, that's something that we've we always knew. Like we're gonna need other people to do that for us. I we, we kind of exhaust ourselves to... on the uh, on the content side. Yeah. We're not neither of us pretends to be savvy businessmen. We li- yes, we leave it men. all fucking out on the podcast. Yes, yeah, we, we can't leave it be out a on savvy the field, baby. Man, if you're not a man, <laughs> right? Uh, so they're going to be handling uh, the only way that this kind of changes things is that you might be hearing a little bit more ad reads. Yeah, uh, they're going to be helping us with uh, to sell ads. They're going to be helping us to. Uh, grow the podcast, yes. which uh, very 
excited about the prospect of that. But as far as anything else goes, nothing's really changing. Well, part of it, and this wasn't them blowing smoke, um, but they were just saying, like, relatively soon, you're you're going to grow, you're going to get this many more followers. You know, like, you, like you, you're going to grow, this, this will grow and you'll get a lot of new listeners relatively quickly. And I was like, huh. Obviously, I love that. Like, there's nothing I fucking love more than the fact that people listen to this shit and that people participate in it and do all that stuff. But I, I just imagine this shit that's been going on for, like, two years now and all the people, all like, the, the mess of a fucking world that we've created. And now other people, like, say, like, 5,000 people just showing up to that being like, what, <laughs> what the, the fuck, fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's... It's a good, uh, it's a good uh, network, and also it's local, which is a really cool thing. Right, it was We're sticking to our roots yeah. here in Boston. Uh, but it's not just they have like a lot of good shows, and not of not all of them are Boston related. Right, they have a lot of good and basketball podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, download the app. It's called the CLNS Radio. I think it's just called CLNS Radio app. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So if you go to the Google iTunes Store. Or whatever the Google Store, CLNS Radio. You'll be able to download it, and we'll be there. As part of this change, uh, you and I both had to do some work. We divvied it up. Uh, I was off this week, and I've never felt more burnt out while being off in my life. Really? You know, like I, I was saying this to my dental hygienist today. Uh, I'm a very chatty dental patient, by the Ugh, way. It's <laughs> the worst. I know, um, but I always have like dental hygienists are always nice. They're, that'd be a weird profession to be in if you're like sassy or rude or whatever. So like we don't get anything done in there because it's just you, gabbing, well, it's gabbing, you talking while they're trying to work inside while they're of trying your to mouth. put things in my <laughs> yes. mouth. Well, so normally it's the other way around. I mean, the famous Bill Cosby bit where uh, dentists talk to you and while you they're doing yeah. shit, and it's like motherfucker, how do you not know that you you've got your fucking body is in my mouth right now? I can't talk. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, like I, it's from being off. I feel more burned out from everything than I feel when I actually have a lot of shit to do and I'm always busy. So anyway, my one fucking thing I had to do was write a review for brunch, write a bio, not not, not a review, a bio, right? But this is what I this is what I assume the the pressure must feel like for Bruntouchables when they write their review. Is that really it? That's a fucking rite of passage, writing your brunch review. It really is. Yeah. So if you haven't done it, yeah. do it. Go to iTunes and give us also, a five-star review. Also, I've yet to see, every time I walk by an Apple store, which I do a lot, I'm a mall walker, uh, every time I walk by an Apple store, I'm astonished that no one has ever sent us a video of them going through an Apple store and subscribing and rating up and down the line. No, That's like a, a common podcast fan practice. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed that nobody's done that for us yet. Mm. That mm. was, yeah. Mm. Um, so I was at Father John Misty last night. We were we had great seats, and someone near us was like, gotta say, I'm pretty disappointed that there's not a joint going around right now. And I just thought it was like a funny thing. And I was like, do you mean like because like these seats are so good that like something should be just be being passed around. And he was like, "Yeah, it's like a fucking shitty section, whatever." But like these, s- someone should just be fucking doing this. So anyway, um, so this is the review that I wrote. Call, call oh, I was gonna say, do you want to read this? Yes. Listening to brunch is so. This isn't the one. So I sent you one. I was like, "All right, finally, here's what I wrote," and then I changed it. 
Listening to brunch is like overhearing two boy band members having a neurotic pop culture discussion at the table next to you. With new episodes every Monday and Friday, Pete Blackburn and DJ Bean, affectionately dubbed the bad boys of podcasting, begin your week by recapping why everyone's pissed and ending it with the best playlist you've ever heard. Episodes frequently, frequently this isn't the, as good a read as before, revolve around music reviews, album discussions, and Zac Efron heat checks. Celebrity guests have included the cast of Friday Night Lights, stars from The Office, Stranger Things, Master of None, Parks and Rec, and Silicon Valley. And Miles Teller one time. Nice. Yeah. That's a good... How many a, sentences is that? Uh, it was supposed to be five to seven. So yeah. let's see. That's uh, like four sentences, I think. One. Three or four. Well, th- these are some long sentences. Like, if I right. was doing this for my work, I would fucking freak out. You know, I don't like when people overwrite. I don't know if you've ever heard that. One, two, three, four, five. Wow, okay. Five. Hit the bare minimum. So I did good it right. You. Did it right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, let's, that's good. Good job. Mm. It, it only took you 36 hours to do that, um, but I'm it, proud of you. It did take me a long time. Yeah, you tweeted. You're like, this is taking him all day. And literally, it was like, as soon as you said to do it, I was like, cool. And I started doing it on my phone, and I was like, this is fucking difficult. And then it's very I hard just, to explain brunch. I did a cool move that I uh, like to do. This is a little sneaky move. I recommend it to everybody out there. Just don't do stuff. Give up. Yes. <laughs> I quit the task. And it's <laughs> it was awesome. I just started doing other things instead. That is sage advice. To yeah. All our uh, all our that's inspiring advice. Sneaky just, little go just to to just to have in your back pocket, like. You don't want to do something? Give up. Give up. Yes. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, here are two people that didn't give up who gave us five-star reviews Ooh, on iTunes. Lovely. Uh, Shelly from London. Hello, Shelly. Hello, Shelly. <laughs> uh, the best podcast that I've ever listened to. Aw. With an asterisk. Uh-oh. And then quick, quickly followed by, not really. <laughs> uh, but she says, even though they seem to like Justin Bieber more than any adult male really should, oh. I still low-key want to be friends with them. Mm. Oh, hello, Shelley. Oh, no, no, we don't we'll be like, friends with you, Shelley. We don't like Dr. Bieber much around on this pond. <laughs> <laughs> your, your English accent sounds like you have marbles in oh, your no, mouth. No. Well, I'm doing a Dave Grohl right now. So Dave Grohl sings with gum in his mouth. Yeah. I'm doing for the first time. I think podcasting with the gum with with a gum. <laughs> I, I took have a two gum. Gums. I have two gums in my mouth. <laughs> yes, I took a gum, and uh, so I was part doing that. But then I was like, I'm gonna be a toothy podcast. And then Scarlet Jake. and a little uh, simple Jack. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Scarlet Jake says bomb five stars, Ooh. and then the review the review is just lit. 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 Did I tell you that I do that? I do. No, it's a reference that it's not good. It's not accurate enough, and I feel like not enough people will get it. But I always say lit like the kid in the Boop Gang convenience store video. Nobody's and getting that. So the, the kid walks through. Or the kid starts. What is he doing? He's, he's eating, eating, eating blunts. Eating, eating blunts. And then the other kid says, I am on cocaine right now, and jumps up on the, the counter. And there's another kid that just goes lit, and he jumps into something and just like knocks over a bunch of shit. I say lit like that. Kid. I saw somebody tweet this week, uh, what the fuck is Boom Gang? And I thought about responding to it, but I was like, you know what? If you don't know, you don't deserve to know. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bless you with that knowledge. Oh fuck, you know what? You This is gonna be just like a very like blase just we're just gonna like glaze over things, come back, uh, because 
that's just the, that's kind of the feel that we have. We're getting ready for a trip where we, we got a lot of moving parts. So you took uh, you've accepted a job, and you tweeted that uh, I'm no longer unemployed. I'm going to work for CBS Sports. All this stuff would have been fucking awesome if, like, an hour later, you responded to the tweet. All caps. <laughs> Boom, gang. Whole lot of gang shit. You know, it would be a real savage movie. If, if you were in, like a, ba- like, a video, like, you in a bathing suit, just, like, like fucking, like, <laughs> pouring champagne all over yourself, like, nope, vacation, or, like, unemployed Pete's still, still alive. Still lives on. <laughs> Boom, gang. Uh, that would be good. And also, if I if I did the, the move where... Uh, I was weighing two options, which I was. Hmm. Uh, if I just said "boonkang" and like didn't tell CBS that I that I was just kidding, yeah, and I just did "boonkang" and then I accepted an offer from a different place. Ooh, that would be a great. <laughs> that that'd be that's a good way to just kind of keep people on their toes. Yes, absolutely, uh, and great way to burn a bridge. Yes, forever. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be working on CBS Sports. Uh, oh. If anybody missed that announcement, I'm going to be writing for their website. Doing some fun stuff, basically like almost the same thing that I was doing at Fox. That's awesome. Before they pivoted to video and also failure. Um, <laughs> pivoted away yeah. from people. <laughs> pivoted away from anybody's interest. Um, brunch programming notice. Mm-hmm. We are approaching season three. Oh, yes, we are. And uh, so if you're somewhat new to the podcast, have joined within the past year, we do quote-unquote seasons mm-hmm. for this podcast, uh, which means that... Once we hit a new season, we usually roll out some some new different right. kinds of Change things. The art now that we have merch going on, it'll mean that there will be new merch. There's there's going to be a lot, uh, but this is by far the, the biggest, biggest like overhaul yeah. that we've done. Uh, so not only have we joined CLNS Radio, not only have we gotten some money from DraftKings and mm. partnered with them, uh, we have. A lot of things in store for uh, September 25th. September, is that the date? That is the date of uh, of the Season 3 launch. We're definitely, it's it, so... Now uh, that I've said it, yeah. it's probably not going to be I September just, I just 25th. looked and I saw the 14. I was like, ooh, we're looking at like November 28th. <laughs> but we we seriously, like we've set a date. Um, we're going to have dope shit coming and it's it's exciting all i will say is that the vault is coming back into play big time oh this, the vault's gonna be dangerous yes like the vault will be quite full we might need to upgrade our storage in the vault the vault has been in the gym <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah the, the vault has been throwing around weights which is uh the opposite of what i do because i put the gym in the vault <laughs> <laughs> And you throw away the weights. Yes, yes. No thanks. Uh, you know what happened at the dentist today that was ve- was very like nerve wracking. The worst part of the dentist is when they not like any physical thing that they do to you. You know when they have you stick out your tongue and they're like, all right, and they put like the thing in there and they're like, all right, now real quick, move it to the left. All right, to the right, like mm-hmm. up, down, stuff like that. The little vacuum thing? No, not even that. No. Like, just those commands is the most nerve-wracking thing in the world. Because there's nothing more stressful than somebody asking you on the spot to do something that you know how to do. If they're like, if they ask you to do something you don't know how to do, you can be like, I don't fucking know how to do that. But like when it's like, all right, to the left, right, blah, blah, like every time I'm so fucking afraid that I'm going to like go to the right and they're going to be like, this fucking idiot. 
<laughs> you, that's just like that's got to be a you thing. You couldn't. Nobody the, else the, freaks that out whole with time. That. You couldn't identify with that. No, definitely huh? not. No. It's it's like my heart races. There are a lot of scary things about the dentist, especially uh, because the that's when the dentist right comes or left in. Is not one of that's them. when the dentist comes in. So you have the hygienist. They do everything. They're really nice. They warm me up, and then they bring in the fucking the big dog, and he's like, "All right, left, right, motherfucker." It's a little scary. <laughs> Speaking of which, is there like a bigger scam going than dentists? Versus uh, dental hygienist because you go to the dentist for like a checkup or something. Yeah, ninety eight percent of dental the work is done by, the, work. done by yeah. the dental hygienist. They do the, the dentist just walks they, in yeah. with, does like the big dick walk into yeah. the fucking thing and is like, yeah, okay, this all looks good. Uh, I guess my dental the... hygienist is good at her job or yeah. his job, and yeah. they just leave. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, they they don't even give you the the cool shit. That's a dental hygienist too. Yep, they give you everything. They just like they just pop in. That's what a dentist does. Yeah. Unless you got some real fucked up situation going on, they, like they do like the surgeries and shit like that. But ninety eight percent of the work done by dental. I, I guess, also don't so. like when they say, "I say, so how are your teeth?" It's like, man, it's like, how the fuck? We're do I about know? to find out <laughs> one way or another. You tell me. This is your honestly, fucking job. Uh, one more programming notice: our blog is still up on the website. Yeah, and Patrick went. Patrick went long. He didn't go long. He I know. Went, uh, he went. I'm medium. kidding. He posted. Yeah, yeah he, he went late. medium. Yeah, uh, he did a nice little. Uh, Breakdown of the Disaster Artist trailer, which came out this week. I that movie. Watch that, and I'm, I'm ex- as excited for that as anybody. And I just didn't watch it. Have you seen the room? Uh, no, I have not seen the room. Um, but I did watch highlights of the room. I basically watched like film on the room. Okay, on YouTube, and that's all. That's the only interest that I have in watching any of that movie. But I'm definitely going to see the Disaster Artist. Why don't we watch the room on the plane to Chicago? Oof. Man, I was gonna get a splitter to make you watch that thing you do. Oh yeah, maybe I'll still do that. Okay, uh, we'll figure it out. But I mean, on that notice, uh, also on the blog is a NHL 18 review, Ooh. which we half of us played because they sent me a copy. Nice, and you don't really play video games. They would have to send me a video game machine. <laughs> well, I mean, you could play it at work. Yeah. But I, I didn't, haven't been going into work <laughs> these days. Uh, you may not have a job, but you definitely don't have a video game machine. Yes, for sure. Uh, you're getting NBA 2K18? Yes. Uh, on Friday. But I won't be here. Yeah, so we're going to Chicago, and we're leaving tomorrow. A, new Foo Fighters album comes out. That normally would take up uh, my weekend. B, 2K comes out tomorrow. We recently decided we're huge basketball fans, so that would take up our weekend. I legitimately think that you should bring your uh, your toy to uh, <laughs> my toy. to my Chicago. System. Yeah, my, I that would be a uh, what are what do they look like these days? Are they still are they still like it's pretty the yeah. PS4 is like kind of bulky. Oh, okay. Um, like I could I could make it happen if we really really wanted to. Yeah, but also. We're not going to be. I would imagine that we're not going to be hanging around, lounging around while we're in Chicago too much. Right. We're going there. Uh, we're going to Riot Fest. Yeah. We're going to see Heim. Yeah. Uh, we're going to eat a shitload of Portillos. We're going to be on those fucking hort dogs, on those uh, sweet Italian beefs, sweet Italian buff. Now I'm saying. I'm fucking so excited for Portillos. Probably more. Probably than get music. some fucking cake as well. Just. Oh, just yeah. Yeah, I love that's me making making soup in my pants. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, so we're going to Chicago. Very excited about it. Yeah, 
speaking of Heim, mm-hmm. you got followed by one third of Heim this weekend on yeah, Twitter. Uh, yeah. Not this weekend, this yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, How was that? Just mesmerizing. It's, it's, I'll tell you, it shook me. I you remained, were very, very excited about I it. I remained shook. Yeah, I, well, I was like very drunk when it happened. Mm-hmm. So I texted you at like 2.30 and I was like, wait, get up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, motherfucker, this is not a drill. But, you know, I can kind of, I've sensed it in the days since. But when somebody that you really, really like and really, really respect follows you on Twitter, you there's a panic. You're so there's afraid. a fucking yep. panic of being like, in the especially in the early going, the, right? Because that's their first the impression of you. Yeah, yeah. This is so the you really have to make your tweets worth it. Yeah, in the, uh, because like there's a, a small window after following somebody where they can just unfollow you, mm. and it's it's kind of, like there's there's like no, like there's no commitment there, right? Once once you stick around for a couple of weeks, you're right. kind of in. Right. You're locked in. But there's a period where it's like unfollowing is still on the table. Yes. So And she doesn't follow a lot of people. It's not like one of those. It's not like a fucking. Um, it's like, oh, this is cool that she follows me, but she also follows 10,000 other people. Right. Exactly. So um, how many people does she follow? Like it's Essie, by the way. Yeah, like six hundred or something. But she's uh, she. F- so I you're think- showing up in that timeline. Yeah, right. So like she's gonna see my fucking meltdowns about God knows what. Um, she's. Uh, I think she follows like one of my friends on Instagram or whatever. Like she's. She seems like she's like not. She doesn't like hold she herself taps to a higher. Into the fans. St- yeah, like she doesn't hold herself to a higher standard than the the fan base. And from watching interviews with them and everything, we know that they're like the three coolest people who've ever been born so uh yeah it's awesome but i was telling you like i was i'm afraid of how to tweet now i was listening to the album today and i was gonna i was listening to kept me crying and i love that fucking guitar solo so i was gonna screen grab it and tweet i could kiss this guitar solo on the mouth but that would be like uh, she's probably going to take the exit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's, she's like, "Whoops, I follow a, on too strong. a crazy person." Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, uh, we were. I'll say this: uh, we were in talks to have a sit down with Haim this weekend uh, to do some video, to do an interview with them, and their PR people, their publicist, very very nice, has uh, been good at getting back to us and everything. He's been getting back said, to us for like six months. Right. Eventually said uh, it just couldn't happen. Initially, way back when, when we first started the podcast, we were going to we want we haven't done a big episode solely about boy bands yet. And at some point we will. But that was one of the topics that we wanted to do. And we were like, we need to get a Heim sister as the third person. Because when the podcast started, an idea that we really wanted to do was get celebrities on to talk about shit that they that isn't related to them you know like don't get alana on to talk about uh days are gone get her to talk about uh listening to boy bands growing up yeah so like that's so we were trying to do that and uh they're obviously very very busy people so we haven't been able to make that work so when she followed me i was like that was the same day her publicist their publicist was like nah uh unfortunately they they just can't do it i was gonna i was like i could just fucking blow this you could backdoor this right right, and like slide in and be like Hey, what are you guys doing Friday during the day? <laughs> that could go one of two ways. <laughs> yes. That could go drastically. I would one not of two be ways. able to sign into my account the next time <laughs> yeah, I no. tried. So uh, what are the chances of you having of being overserved this weekend and then sliding into the DMs? Mm, uh, 
I so I uh, my days of at my peak being fucked up, uh, texting the person I'm not supposed to text or calling a person when maybe now is not the right time for a, a phone call. Those those ended like a long time. Yeah. Like I I really did. Okay, and I I mean I've blacked out more times than I care to admit. But I I never do shit like that. Yeah. Although I did that like two months ago. There, I mean, <laughs> that I definitely don't do that. Uh, in college, that was a big thing. I would all, yeah, always do that yeah. and send shit that definitely shouldn't have sent. Um, now, now it's more like somebody will send me a text message and I'll be like, oh, I shouldn't have responded with that, or like I, yes. I don't really remember sending this. This right. went. Yeah, or I'll just be this like, went oh, very fuck, differently than it would have if I was sober. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's not. You don't do like dumb sliding shit or dumb texting, dumb calling anymore. Yeah, it's like a maturity thing. Yeah, Good for you. Yeah, Good for us. Well, <laughs> we're almost yeah. men. Yeah, not quite. Um, speaking of men, you know who uh, hates me? Everyone. Everybody. <laughs> I got fucking killed this week because I hate. Uh, I. I'm very passionate about the state of writing and the state of journalism, and I've said it many times on this podcast, I think that writing has gotten really, really bad, and nobody fucking knows it or acknowledges it or cares that it's getting bad, and people are learning people are how too, to... too lazy to read. Right. People are, like, learning how to be bad writers, and they're praising these sites. I mean, I go after the, the ringer a lot. I don't go after them, but I just point out like th- th- this, this could be done differently and this could be done better. Yeah, so better I was on the ringer.com. So I was reading something and it was, it wasn't on the ringer, but it was on another like site that's considered like, Oh, good, good writing. Um, and I was on the ninth graph and the still had not said a fucking word, like hadn't said anything. So I tweeted the take that I've said on here before, which is for as much shit as people give Barstool for being like Neanderthals and everything, they're the only, like, or one of the only national sports sites where they don't have, like, hundreds and hundreds of extra words that don't fucking get say anything. Get out. You right, can get like, in and get out and know what the piece was about and what the message was. <laughs> yeah. Even if you don't agree with it, even if you think that it right. was... Uh, like, towed the line or something like right. that, at least you know what the fuck they're saying. Right, so I was saying, like, this... This what is never been considered like uh, eloquent writing, and they don't paint themselves as like uh, like we're these great writers. I mean, sometimes there's grammatical issues, sometimes there's syntax issues, whatever. The, I consider that superior writing, and it is to uh, hey, Here's I got me waxing poetic four thousand words and not saying and anything. Not, yes, so that that shit triggers me. So I t- I tweeted that, and boy oh boy. I got fucking murdered because it, people took it, it, it. What it was was an anti-overwriting tweet, and it got taken as like a, a pro barstool tweet. And uh, fight sexed me about it. And he was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those guys are so used to that at this point. Yeah. That, like, I mean, there's there's such strong anti-barstool. Yeah. Uh, people on Twitter, and they all kind of band together when yeah. somebody says anything positive about Barstool. And I've said it for a long time. If you have something against Barstool, you probably have something against like two people at Barstool. Yeah, like it's, I'm usually it's either Dave or it's KFC hmm. who say who like do the provoking, uh, who have like provoking takes or, yeah. or toe the line. Yeah. Um, but 
that's that's the only thing that makes me mad is is when people say that like everybody at Barstool is a fucking idiot and so they, yeah so like people were like like uh, some girl tweeted like uh, yeah like fat shaming is fat shaming Rihanna is good because you don't want to read something by someone with a college degree or whatever and that pissed me off because like I mean you, you look at it and you're like well this person doesn't follow me like. You would know, like I when when that thing happened, when they the the fat shaming uh, Rihanna thing, I was like, I, I thought ex- basically exactly what Dave said, which is like, this isn't funny, right? Like, not only is it like vicious and like mean, like it's just dumb, like it's right. not funny. So like shit like that, you can get away with pretty much anything if you do it in in a funny, right? Like God, look at how many creative man like, between like I mean Dave Chappelle, like the types of shit that he's said. He's a brilliant comedian, you know? I mean, you're going to offend people. Right. But if you do it and it's funny, yeah. you can get away with it. But I, like, I, I don't, I can't believe, like, that this is even a discussion that, like, I, I feel like I have to say, like, I'm not defending Barstool because, like, I don't give a fuck if you like Barstool or if you don't like them. I've always said, like, I never really read Barstool. I only started checking them out when... I met Jared and Feidelberg. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. I think that Big Cat and PFT are fucking brilliant. Like now, I've gotten into it from like I I follow Chaps and like those guys are fucking funny. And I've I know that they have done shit that's gotten them in trouble. I know that KFC has done shit that's gotten in trouble. But I also know that when KFC tweeted something in favor of a transgender person. People shat all over him because one time he made a joke about transgender people. And right. that shit riles me up, too, where it's like, so we're not allowing, like, this person to basically say, like, win. I'm growing, you, you know, win, like, yeah. or, like, I've, I've changed my mind, or, right. like, you know what, come to think of it this way. So it was basically grandstanding Twitter, and again, this is coming from a very, very liberal, like, puss-ass bitch boy. I, I don't like that shit. No. Like, I don't like the, like, we're all, like, we've all decided that this person's bad, so we're just going to jump on him. Regardless of which point he's made, and I don't know, I was I was really annoyed, and I, I just I deleted Twitter off my phone for the rest of the night. Um, it, it was, yeah, I was like, I tweet, I was like, God, listen to my fucking podcast, like if you, if you want to be pissed at me because I only just ob- I objectify fucking men. That's all <laughs> I, I do. I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, like it's. The most annoying thing is when people come after you and they, like, don't follow you. They don't know, like, right. they don't know who you are. They don't know the things that you stand for. Yeah. Like, so to make, like, a, a very uh, broad generalization of somebody yeah. based on, like, a single tweet where you... I mean, it did... I mean, I guess I understand where it came off as, like, pro stool. Yes, yeah, yeah. But... There was a bigger point being made there, and right. everybody glossed over it. Right. Like, I wasn't saying, like, you should always read Barstool instead right. of The Ringer. I'm saying, how come... Here's a good one, thing the, that the Barstool does, and be, they don't get credit for it. Right. Like, how come the one that's supposed to be where all the good writing is has worse writing than the place where you fucking call them Neanderthals, yeah. and they're always making fun of everybody, and they're always pissing everybody off? Right. So, and what also made me... Like, what made me the angriest, though wasn't just the grandstanding and all that shit because again like i would just look at it and i was like all right you don't follow me so you you don't understand yeah so you didn't understand it i was mad that nobody fucking a few people did but nobody was like yeah nobody was 
like p- people were a lot of people that were coming at me were saying like no like this th- all this writing is fucking brilliant and it's good and i was like but you're no you're incorrect <laughs> so i i said yeah like feilberg texted me about it. he was like i i hadn't been around today he was like but just got on twitter and like boy oh boy and i was like what's pissing me off is just that i'm correct <laughs> like anyway um so that's that's dj's meltdown of the week uh i saw father john misty last night how was that? I was going to go with you. You offered me a ticket, and yeah. I fucking couldn't go. And you ended up in, like, the fourth row. At the I'm last minute. Upset. So I had sixth row tickets anyway. And at the, at the last minute, my friend was like, hey, I've got four seats if you want them. And she just gave them to me. And they were the third row. And it was unbelievable. So uh, it was a great time. Hung out with Jim Murray. Just really, really great time. Uh, and he was so good. He had, like, a 17-piece band. It was just like this big fucking grand performance. Um, how was the, the ranting? Was there any ranting? He, uh, no, he seems to be in good spirits. I would recommend he was on um, Seth Meyers the other day. And he was just totally affable and not um, not like pissy, not difficult. He was just charming and like laughing with the audience and like making fun of himself Guy's and, impossible to figure out. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like finishing sentences and it was <laughs> it was great. So uh yeah, last night he he asked the audience uh what they thought of Slightly Stupid because he was like, For some reason people like I've had two conversations about the band Slightly Stupid today. So he asked the audience what they thought about that. He uh he talked about some dumb random shit and then he mentioned at some point he he mentioned Twitter beefs. And instinctively, I yelled, I fucking hate Ryan Adams, but I was in the third row. So that was like a... It was heard. That It was totally heard. And I was, A, like that guy. Uh, oh, some guy had told... Some guy told him when he was talking to the audience, he's like, just shut the fuck up. And I was like, he's not even saying anything bad yet. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so I fucking hate Ryan Adams. Got a few laughs. Kid in front of me, I don't think understood it. I think he thought that I was heckling him. So he gave me like a hey, shut like, the fuck up, hey asshole. That's Father John Misty <laughs> up there. That's you don't know this, but that guy's name is Josh Tillman, actually. So, so you know what that is? What? That's a that's like you just talked about Twitter followers, tw- t- people on Twitter who don't follow you, yeah. and don't really get it. That right. guy don't you doesn't know? Get it. Yeah, like don't you know that I'm fucking smarter than you on this one? <laughs> right. uh, yeah, but he was he was great. I was fucking grinning the whole time, and uh, my friend got a Father John Misty shirt. I got my third piece of Father John Misty uh, merch because he now sells a shirt of himself jerking off Taylor Swift. Essentially. His face with the virtual reality mask (laughs) over his face, referencing the quite eloquent lyrics, betting Taylor Swift every night inside the Oculus Rift. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Twitter beefs, Mm. Ted Cruz on Twitter this week stroked his beef. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's gross. Um, he faved a porn tweet, mm-hmm. or he blamed it on a staffing issue, which is a great way to word something that has to do with porn. Who fa- like what? The funny thing is, there's no way. I'm trying to think. Like nobody just anyway favorites a porn tweet. Yeah, 
Uh, like, so unless someone was trying to set that? him up or mm-hmm. unless he was just dumb and accidentally hit the button, those are two very, very distinct possibilities. Yeah, for those sure. Those are very realistic. Like, yeah, like, what do you get out of faving a porn tweet? Because it came from, it wasn't like mm. a porn star's right. porn tweet. It was a, a feed. Was it, it was a feed. It was called, the, the profile was called Sexual Posts. Uh, was there like a video on it or anything? Oh, yeah. Oh, was, so, so he, he liked a video. Oh, so he was like, so maybe he was like, you know what? I just jade my D. Thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> and one for good luck. <laughs> That's a g- or or maybe he was clicking. Uh, maybe he faved it to save it for later. Oh, yeah. People, you can do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mark is red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but but I just think it's like really weird to fave a uh, a porn feeds tweet. Yeah. It's like you're you're. It's almost like you're flirting with them. Yeah, it's like hey, I like this. Wink, wink. Maybe. Send me more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the video was a incest porn, step incest porn. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. which is a very hot thing on That's the porn the streets stuff. these yeah. days. <laughs> it's really uncomfortable that I that. That that's the direction we're heading in as a porn as a porn society por- as a porn society <laughs> very problematic in my eyes. Also problematic, the porn actress, the porn artist in this video looks exactly like Ted Cruz's wife. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's a weird move, right? Yes. I think that if you're, I think that uh, porn should be kept separate from like it's yeah. not it's not. Keep the porn out of the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> weird way to put it. Yeah, I think. No, I just think it's it's a weird kind of serial killer move to watch porn that looks exactly like the person that you're supposed to be having sex with. Right. That's uh, who he's probably not having sex with anymore. Yeah. We we have to do. Oh, we gotta do songs. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Do you have your songs? I have some songs. I do as well. Are they related to this weekend? Because some of mine are. Uh, mine are not. They're related to this week. Oh, yeah? To my life, yeah. Father John Misty? Uh, no. Nas? Nas. Nas is on there. DMX? So. No, but so I saw Nas uh, and Lauren Hill. I learned this. I did not. So I've seen Lauren Hill before, and she uh, she plays all her songs way too fast. And it's just, it sounds crazy, and it's not it's not great. And the person next to me told me, that she doesn't own the rights to any songs on Miseducation of Lauren Hill anymore. So she's only allowed, unless she pays for them, she's only allowed to perform those songs in remix form. Really? Yeah, so that kind of stinks. But Nas was fucking incredible, and he brought DMX out. It was the coolest thing that's ever happened at a Boston show. Yeah, that's very random. Right. You do not expect to see like a heavy-hitting guest star in Boston. Right. Like You get that in New York or you get that right. in L.A. or Like maybe Chicago. When it's convenient. Yes, right. Like when it works for them. Right. So uh, DMX apparently is in a sober house in New Hampshire. Oh, I didn't know I that. I believe. Yeah, so I didn't know that either. So, uh, so he's close by and it was fucking great. I was in disbelief when he came out. He did Rough Riders Anthem. He did X Gone Give It To Ya. It was it was a wild time, but um, DMX living in New Hampshire is a is a weird. It's like thing Walter to White imagine. living in New Hampshire, right? But Walter White's like a normal guy, or DMX is a lot more normal than Walter White. Uh, well, Walter White was never like a star. He uh, didn't live a life of fame and luxury like DMX oh, did. Okay, yeah. 
So living in New Hampshire, not the most glamorous oh, lifestyle. So you're saying, yeah, like lifestyle wise. I mean, yeah. Walter White always lived in Albuquerque, New yeah. Mexico. He was from. He wasn't from Means. Um, so yeah, Nas was fucking great because he did two sets. The first one. First one, he didn't do much for Milmatic, which was really cool because he could he could seriously not do. And I said this before the concert, he could do not a single song from Milmatic, and I would probably still love this set because he's got so much good shit that he's done. Um, uh, I have a soft spot for his album Hip Hop Is Dead, which I think came out in like 2006. It was like after his prime, after his like big run, but uh, it's one of two CDs that I have in my car, and. When I feel like listening to a CD in the car, I just always listen to that. I love the album. I don't think that it's been, uh, I don't think it's been remembered as well as it should be. Uh, and he opened with Black Republican from that album, so I was really excited. So, uh, but so in in a, to pay homage to that album, I'm gonna put on the title track featuring Will I Am, Hip Hop Is Dead, and for my other two. I finally started listening to the Walking the Floor podcast, which is Chris Shiflett from the Foo Fighters podcast, and he has a country album that's fucking awesome. Came out last year, love it, and he had Chris Stapleton on this week, and it's just really interesting. Like, especially like uh, like guitar players, it's he just has people on, and they just fucking shoot the shit about music and. Um, it's really, really good. It's an easy listen. So I'm going to put a song from Chris Shiflett on there, uh, Sticks and Stones. Great song. And from Chris Stapleton, I'm going to put on Up to No Good Living on his most recent album. I love it. I love the fucking chorus. Love love everything about it. You said last week that uh, you want your country star to look like that uh, that late gentry guy. Yeah, like a little, like a little, like kind of pudge to you. Yeah, I want my country star to look like Chris well, Stapleton. Well, well, that's like a, that's pie in the sky. Like we're not going to get all. Yeah. If every country star looked like a fucking look like they play outlaw country, then actually it'd be fucking funny. Like, what if Luke Bryan looked like <laughs> fucking Chris Stapleton? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking goofy ass Luke Bryan. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that. Yeah, I, I think that most country stars look the way they're supposed to look. Like Luke Bryan looks Definitely the way looks that he's like Luke supposed, Bryan, yes. which is funny because I think that like girls probably love Luke Bryan, oh, right? Girls like go crazy for Luke Bryan. We're just it's like you, 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 he looks like a he looks and sounds like a fucking doof. He looks like a puppy <laughs> that got hit by a car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's so fucking dumb. Oh god, uh, give me a fucking break. Uh, so I'm going to add this week we're seeing Heim. Got to add some Heim. Yeah. Uh, since we've added the full, I was going to say you can't add anything from uh, from something to tell you. I cannot. But you know what I can add? What? Pray to God. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad that you add that because uh, that pray to God fucking rules. Yeah. And for some reason, I see you handlebar girls. They've been playing uh, pray to God in class of late. Like really? the last two weeks, I've heard it twice. Whew. Yeah. That will make you go. Yeah. I'm also going to add, you know what I watched this week? Narcos. Uh, no, I think I finished that last week. I watched a little bit of Narcos. I'm in season one. Oh, yeah? How are you, you liking it? Good, but it's got that Mad, Mi- Mad Men uh, unbingeable quality 
because you can't just doze off while you're watching it and you can't watch it for eight hours because you got to fucking look at the TV the whole time you're watching the TV because the subtitles. Yeah, that's... I that's, don't like a TV show that makes me watch th- it. <laughs> that's a that's a tough part of Narcos. You can't be on your phone or anything because there's so much reading. Mm. Um, I often say that Narcos is the only book I read every year. Um, <laughs> it's... It's worth it, especially for season three. So stick with it. Season three is fucking amazing. Nice. How do you uh, feel people, about Mike Murphy? Uh, I like him. Well, I right? hated him. Really? Yeah, I didn't like him at all. I guess I don't have any thoughts on any of the characters because I know they could all go at any point, except uh, obviously thus far. Um, Pablo. Escobar. But uh, you know who I love is what's his name? Luis Guzman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wait. I, yeah, he's in that. Yeah, he's in that. He is one of the fucking fine actors of our time. He really is great. He's great in everything that he's in. Yes. And he's in a shitload of stuff. Yeah. I think that... Uh, I could be wrong. You know that he's like just like a guy from Vermont? Really? I think so. Interesting. I could be wrong. Um, but I watched Drive this week. I re-watched Drive. So I'd seen Drive a couple years ago. And people go fucking goo-goo-gaga over Drive. They do. I, I, think I've, I don't think I've seen that. You haven't seen it? Yeah, and I'm a Gosling guy. Interesting. I, so I would like to see your reaction after first viewing. Because mm. after I watched it the first time, I was very much like not into it. I thought it was okay. It was like, why are people going fucking nuts over this movie? It's weird. It's, it's tough because Gosling doesn't play the character that you want or expect from Gosling. He's very quiet. Uh. He's like brooding. He does a lot of pensive staring, and there's not a ton of dialogue throughout the movie. Well, if anyone can just give you facial expressions all day, it's Ryan Gosling. So I came to appreciate his character on the second viewing, and I will say, Drive, very good movie. I'm sold. Uh, I just needed to watch it a second time. It took me a couple years, but it also has a really, really great soundtrack. And one of the staples and pillars of that soundtrack is A Real Hero featuring Electric Youth by College. Cool. I've never heard of college. Apparently, they just like usually just do synthy uh, instrumental songs. Okay. So Electric Youth does the vocals on this song, and it's really good. Nice. So I'm adding that, and then finally, I'm very excited to see Fiddler this weekend. Oh yes. And I'm going to add Bad Habits by Fiddler. Yes, I'm very excited to see. There are there there's such the fucking cherry on top for this weekend. Okay, yeah, well, uh, let us uh, let us go to Chicago and fucking see Hyman and all that shit. Uh, th- their set lists, by the way, have been getting progressively dope, dope, dope. They showed... So, again, like, I'm afraid of what to tweet about it, but they tweeted today they're playing Walking Away now, which they weren't playing in recent shows, and... That's my favorite. And they did a song gigantic album. dance break. It's all like they made they're they're treating that song the fucking way it should be treated. I saw three girls up there, no instruments, no guitars, just fucking like nineties, like basically Destiny's childing it. And I was like, that's how that fucking song should be done. Bravo. Fucking love them. So we're getting on a flight at five thirty AM to Don't get to Chicago. Give out our flight information? By the time what this gets a- released or listened to, we'll be already gone. That's true. So we're going to get a flight at 5.30 a.m., which is the earliest flight that I've ever taken in my life. Uh, I think that it's the earliest flight that's been offered before. And <laughs> I've, I've taken early flights before, but I don't think I've ever done 5.30. 5.30 is fucking early. Yeah. Uh, but when we get on a plane, we should always say goodbye. 
Oh, yes. So this might be our last episode. Ooh. Just, you know, preparing for the worst. Hope for the best. That would sit. No, that, this is icky. We're not doing that. <laughs> you can't fucking do that. I did a podcast one time with Kirk Minahan back in the day, and I was about to, I, I was stopping by to do his podcast, uh, How Fucking Times Have Changed, man. Yeah. This was like, he was like, like, uh, fucking just, just one of us, and I was, I was doing his podcast, and, uh. I had to take a... I was stopping there to do it, and then I was getting on a flight, and he said on there, like, in all seriousness, he was like, I hope your plane crashes. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. He's always, like, had that uh, about him. Like, he, like, even in a friendly way, just, like, very matter-of-fact. Like, ah, oh, it, would like, it wouldn't change my life much if you died today. So, just, you know. Uh, I think every time I get on a plane, I'm going to tweet, before it takes off, what goes up must come down. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked. <laughs> it's fucked, but if the plane goes down, if I keep tweeting it and then eventually I get in a plane crash, yeah. somebody's going to go back and look at my Twitter it's gonna feed. It's going to be a zombified. And people will be like, holy shit, that's eerie as fuck. Yeah. And I'll get a ton of attention. Yeah, when well, in reality, if they search the that, they'll see that you've tweeted it like, like a billion times, times, but it's still fucking funny. Yeah. You know what? I should tweet. Uh, did you ever see the Tenacious D movie? I did not. It's great. I, I I would assume not to cast any judgments that you're not a tenacious D guy. No. Uh, God, they they're fucking great. Um, so, in the tenacious D movie, uh, he eats or yeah he eats some mushrooms and uh, hallucinates that he meets Sasquatch and that Sasquatch is his dad, and Sasquatch can also fly, and Sasquatch is this big fucking idiot. He's like. He talks like the, I, I don't talks like Luke Bryan. Like, he says like he's like, let's go for a dip in the Strawberry River. <laughs> like he's like this huge idiot, but uh, he's like, time to fly, <laughs> and they fly. And uh, I sounded like fucking Gru from Despicable Me. I liked it. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, they're flying, and it keeps cutting back to like what's actually happening, and. Uh, so he thinks that he's, like, floating down a river, like, down the Stwabowie River, and it, like, cuts to him, and he's in, like, the fucking ocean getting <laughs> knocked down by waves in, like, the middle of the night. But, yeah, like, they're flying, and Sasquatch says, like, we're flying! So I think I'm going to do that every time I fly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good plan. Let's uh, sit separately on the plane. Yes. Um, yeah, so, again... We got big things coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a big, big time to be a fan of this podcast. Big, 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 big time to be a part of this podcast. Um, so if you like our show, download the CLNS app on the App Store. Yes. Uh, we'll be there. Listen to us there. There's plenty of other great podcasts as well. Uh, so we're going to give them a shout out. Also, DraftKings. Sign yeah. up for DraftKings. Use promo code Seriously, BRUNCH. Use the promo code BRUNCH. We'll know Win $100,000 and give it to us. Yes. Okay, bye.